Scripture quotations taken from the NASB. Copyright the Lockman Foundation. Welcome to Day 5 of Week 14 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're reading Judges, chapters 4-6, through 6, and Luke 21. Before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we pray that our faith would be strong in you, that whatever you tell us to do, even when it seems impossible, we know that all things are possible with you and that you always give us the ability to do what you've told us. We pray, Father, that we would give you everything that we have, that all of our energy, all of our money, all of our thought, all of our love would go toward you, that our lives would truly be about you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in Judges chapter 4. Then the sons of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord after Ehud died. And the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. And the commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Herosheth Hagoim. The sons of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had nine hundred iron chariots, and he oppressed the sons of Israel severely for twenty years. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the sons of Israel came up to her for judgment. Now she sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, Behold, the Lord, the God of Israel, has commanded, Go and march to Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand men from the sons of Naphtali and from the sons of Zebulun. I will draw out to you Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his many troops to the river Kishon, and I will give him into your hand. Then Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go, but if you will not go with me, I will not go. She said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the honor shall not be yours on the journey that you are about to take, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hands of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh, and ten thousand men went up with him. Deborah also went up with him. Now Heber the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, from the sons of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in Zananim, which is near Kadesh. Then they told Sisera that Barak the son of Abinoam had gone up to Mount Tabor. Sisera called together all his chariots, nine hundred iron chariots, and all the people who were with him from Harasheth Hagim to the river Kishon. Deborah said to Barak, Arise, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. Behold, the Lord has gone out before you. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with ten thousand men following him. The Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harasheth Hagim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not even one was left. Now Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazor and the house of Heber the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my master, turn aside to me, do not be afraid. And he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a bottle of milk and gave him a drink. Then she covered him. He said to her, 
Stand in the doorway of the tent, and it shall be if anyone comes and inquires of you, and says, Is there anyone here, that you shall say no. But Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg, and seized a hammer in her hand, and went secretly to him, and drove the peg into his temple, and it went through into the ground, for he was sound asleep and exhausted. So he died. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him, and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. And he entered with her, and behold, Sisera was lying dead with the tent peg in his temple. So God subdued on that day Jabin the king of Canaan before the sons of Israel. The hand of the sons of Israel pressed heavier and heavier upon Jabin the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin the king of Canaan. Chapter 5 Then Deborah and Barak the son of Abinoam sang on that day, saying, that the leaders led in Israel, that the people volunteered, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O rulers. I to the Lord, I will sing, I will sing praise to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth quaked, the heavens also dripped, even the clouds dripped water. The mountains quaked at the presence of the Lord, the Sinai at the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and travelers went by roundabout ways. The peasantry ceased, they ceased in Israel, until I, Deborah, arose, until I arose, a mother in Israel. New gods were chosen, then war was in the gates, not a shield or a spear was seen among forty thousand in Israel. My heart goes out to the commanders of Israel, the volunteers among the people, bless the Lord." You who ride on white donkeys, you who sit on rich carpets, and you who travel on the road, sing. At the sound of those who divide flocks among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous deeds of the Lord, the righteous deeds for his peasantry in Israel. Then the people of the Lord went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, sing a song. Arise, Barak, and take away your captives, O son of Abinoam. Then survivors came down to the nobles. The people of the Lord came down to me as warriors. From Ephraim, those whose root is in Amalek came down, following you, Benjamin, with your peoples. From Machir, commanders came down, and from Zebulun, those who wield the staff of office. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As was Issachar, so was Barak. Into the valley they rushed at his heels. Among the divisions of Reuben there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds to hear the pipings for the flocks? Among the divisions of Reuben there were great searchings of heart. Gilead remained across the Jordan, and why did Dan stay in ships? Asher sat at the seashore and remained by its landings. Zebulun was a people who despised their lives even to death, and Naphtali also on the high places of the field. The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan, at Tanak near the waters of Megiddo. They took no plunder in silver. The stars fought from heaven, from their courses they fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kishon swept them away, the ancient torrent, the torrent Kishon. O my soul, march on with strength. Then the horse's hooves beat from the dashing, the dashing of his valiant steeds. Curse Miraz, said the angel of the Lord, utterly curse its inhabitants, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the warriors. Most blessed of women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Most blessed is she of women in the tent. He asked for water, and she gave him milk. In a magnificent bowl she brought him curds. She reached out her hand for the tent peg, and her right hand for the workman's hammer. Then she struck Sisera, she smashed his head, and she shattered and pierced his temple. 
Between her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay. Between her feet he bowed, he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell, dead. Out of the window she looked and lamented, the mother of Sisera through the lattice. Why does his chariot delay in coming? Why do the hoofbeats of his chariot tarry? Her wise princesses would answer her, indeed she repeats her words to herself. Are they not finding, are they not dividing the spoil? A maiden, two maidens for every warrior. To Sisera, a spoil of dyed work, a spoil of dyed work embroidered, dyed work of double embroidery on the neck of the spoiler. Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the rising of the sun in its might. And the land was undisturbed for forty years. Chapter 6 Then the sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord gave them into the hands of Midian seven years. The power of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of Midian, the sons of Israel made for themselves the dens which were in the mountains, and the caves and the strongholds. For it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites would come up with the Amalekites and the sons of the east and go against them. So they would camp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza, and leave no sustenance in Israel as well as no sheep, ox, or donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents. They would come in like locusts for number. Both they and their camels were innumerable, and they came into the land to devastate it. So Israel was brought very low because of Midian, and the sons of Israel cried to the Lord. Now it came about when the sons of Israel cried to the Lord on account of Midian, that the Lord sent a prophet to the sons of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, It was I who brought you up from Egypt and brought you out from the house of slavery. I delivered you from the hands of the Egyptians and from the hands of all your oppressors, and dispossessed them before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I am the Lord your God. You shall not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not obeyed me. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizrite, as his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress in order to save it from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Then Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of Midian. The Lord looked at him and said, Go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? He said to him, O Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is the least in Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. But the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat Midian as one man. So Gideon said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who speak with me. Please do not depart from here until I come back to you and bring out my offering and lay it before you. And he said, I will remain until you return. Then Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. He put the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot and brought them out to him under the oak and presented them. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread. And fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Then the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight.
When Gideon saw that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. The Lord said to him, Peace to you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Then Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and named it, The Lord is Peace. To this day it is still in Ophrah of the Abizrites. Now on the same night the Lord said to him, Take your father's bull and a second bull, seven years old, and pull down the altar of Baal, which belongs to your father, and cut down the Asherah that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on the top of this stronghold in an orderly manner, and take a second bull and offer a burnt offering with the wood of the Asherah which you shall cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had spoken to him, and because he was too afraid of his father's household and the men of the city to do it by day, he did it by night. When the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was torn down, and the Asherah which was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was offered on the altar which had been built. They said to one another, Who did this thing? And when they searched about and inquired, they said, Gideon the son of Joash did this thing. Then the men of the city said to Joash, Bring out your son that he may die, for he has torn down the altar of Baal, and indeed he has cut down the Asherah which was beside it. But Joash said to all who stood against him, Will you contend for Baal, or will you deliver him? Whoever will plead for him shall be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him contend for himself, because someone has torn down his altar. Therefore on that day he named him Jerobel, that is to say, let Baal contend against him, because he had torn down his altar. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the sons of the east assembled themselves, and they crossed over and camped in the valley of Jezreel. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet, and the Abizrites were called together to follow him. He sent messengers throughout Manasseh, and they also were called together to follow him. And he sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they came up to meet them. Then Gideon said to God, If you will deliver Israel through me as you have spoken, behold, I will put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I will know that you will deliver Israel through me as you have spoken. And it was so. When he arose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece, he drained the dew from the fleece, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not let your anger burn against me, that I may speak once more. Please let me make a test once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, and let there be dew on all the ground. God did so that night, for it was dry only on the fleece, and dew was on all the ground. Now let's read Luke 21. And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a poor widow putting in two small copper coins. And he said, Truly I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all of them, for they all out of their surplus put into the offering, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had to live on. And while some were talking about the temple, that it was adorned with beautiful stones and votive gifts, he said, as for these things which you are looking at, the days will come in which there will not be left one stone upon another which will not be torn down. They questioned him, saying, Teacher, when therefore will these things happen, and what will be the sign when these things are about to take place? And he said, See to it that you are not misled, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time is near. 
do not go after them. When you hear of wars and disturbances, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end does not follow immediately. Then he continued by saying to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes, and in various places plagues and famines, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But before all these things they will lay their hands on you, and will persecute you, delivering you to the synagogues and prisons, bringing you before kings and governors for my name's sake. It will lead to an opportunity for your testimony." So make up your minds not to prepare beforehand to defend yourselves, for I will give you utterance and wisdom which none of your opponents will be able to resist or refute. But you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all because of my name. Yet not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your lives." But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those who are in the midst of the city must leave, and those who are in the country must not enter the city, because these are days of vengeance, so that all things which are written will be fulfilled. Woe to those who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress upon the land and wrath to this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword, and will be led captive into all the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among nations, in perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting from fear and the expectation of the things which are coming upon the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to take place, straighten up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Behold, the fig tree and all the trees, as soon as they put forth leaves, you see it and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, recognize that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts will not be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of life, and that day will not come on you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of all the earth. But keep on the alert at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are about to take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. Now during the day he was teaching in the temple, but at evening he would go out and spend the night on the mount that is called Olivet. And all the people would get up early in the morning to come to him in the temple to listen to him. May we be that eager to listen to the words of the Son of God. That's the reading for today. Until next time, have a great weekend, and keep meditating on the Word of God.